is BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging. Swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. We can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man sure. needs a doctor. Yeah. I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. We're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with the. We're not gonna lead. Um, What you drinking, what you smoking, buds and brews, beers and blunts, dabs and drafts, pints and joints, bowls and bubbly, getting higher than a hairline at a bad barber shop and drunker than Mr. Leahy. God rest your soul. Yes, he was a great man. Great man. Up there with Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> yeah, good man. Very good man. So yeah, what what we're talking about is our segment, what you, what you drinking, what you smoking. We normally do it on the live stream. Yeah, we do. And uh, unfortunately, we were in a bit of a time crunch tonight so we didn't really get to do our live stream but uh usually we give you a heads up check out the instagram and uh we do a pre-show before the episode and you can watch the episode live it's pretty fun tell you what we're smoking and drinking and stuff i'm smoking a uh amalgam of weed right now just because i got a whole bunch of stickers in I think like over a hundred stickers for the podcast. So I did a little photo shoot, but that also involved like mixing all of my weed together. So I could, I couldn't tell you what I'm smoking. It's a combination of a bunch of different shit. Um, but I'm, I'm definitely going to be picking stuff up tomorrow cause I'm getting a little low. Nice. Yeah. That's always a fun time when it's a uh, pickup day and get yep. a fresh batch. It's like, what am I coming home with? Yeah, it's a similar story over here. I never know what I'm smoking, man. In New York, <laughs> I'm getting it from somebody, you know. They get it from somebody, and they get it from somebody, and who knows where it's coming from. And, uh, yeah, but on, I'm going to start grading it, and I'm going to say, out of grade, uh, I'm going to say this is a six. It's six, all right. Six out of ten? Six out of ten. It's all right. It does its job, but it's nothing special. Okay. I'm digging it. And uh, we'll call this the Northeast Sticks, because it's a little semi. Okay. Uh, it's nothing crazy, but it is a little stemmy, so we'll call this the uh, the Northeast Sticks. There you go. Now, with uh, as far as drinks go, I went and picked up a pre-mixed margarita. It's the 1800 uh, brand of tequila, and I actually picked up ice along with it and made myself a little frozen margarita. And Ooh, I'm gonna do there. a little. I'm gonna do a little reveal here on Matt. With the glass that I'm drinking it out of. Look at that. I wonder where this guy got that glass. <laughs> what I'm showing him is the Rainforest Cafe from uh, downtown, downtown Disney Anaheim. We, uh, he gifted me this glass after it, he got it when we were down there uh, last yeah. summer. For, uh, yeah, podcast for the podcast movement. movement. Yeah, and uh, we had gotten some drinks in downtown Disney. It was a fun time. We uh, you didn't want to fly back with glass yeah, in your bag, I was, so I, I was like, "It's never gonna make it." Do you want this? And you were like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I'll take it." So hell yeah, I'm glad <laughs> I was like, it's this, would be, "This would be perfect to put it in." I figured. Yeah, awesome. I'm glad to see it being used for such an appropriate occasion. I'm just shipping on Blue Moon tonight, but I've got to say, I was out last night and I found some really good brews that I, uh, I'm going to be on the hunt for this week. Now, the first one I tried was a uh, Brooklyn Brew Bel Air Sour. It's a really good sour. If, for everybody out there that's into the sour beers, it's a wild ale style beer. And uh, 
That's what they call it. <laughs> and uh, it's it's smooth, man, but with the sour of like a warhead. Oh, okay. Yeah, I know I would like it. I'm big on sour beers. Man, it's the perfect sour, in my opinion. And uh, I tried a really smooth beer for the people that are not into sours at all. The uh, Two Roads Brewery No Limits. It's a Hefenweizen. Really good weed-style ale. Okay. Really good. And uh, I would recommend that to anybody because it's it's just a smooth beer. It's smooth with a little bit of citrus. Mm. It's like a better blue moon. Nice, and uh, you know what? Any of the slackers out there that are listening, you're like, oh, I'm smoking and drinking stuff too. Tell us what you're smoking and what you're drinking over on the American Slackers Facebook group. Hell yeah. We'd love to know. We want to know, without a doubt. Well, let's step into the show. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. And as always, I'm Matt. And I'm your sommelier for the night, Jesse. I'll be suggesting to go with your show a nice deep red wine along with a Ooh. blunt of northern lights in a grape um, Dutch wrap. Ooh, classy. I like it. I'm digging it. <laughs> so, some supporters of the show that we always like to give a little bit of thanks to up at, up at the front here are our Patreon slackers. A longtime oh, yeah. Patreon slacker and supporter of the show is Dave Gunn. Oh yeah, thank you buddy, tuning into the show right now. We love you so much. And also tuning into our show is another Patreon slacker, Seth Anders. Oh, much more than just this quarter. He's uh, a good friend of the show and the Mad King. Yeah, big contributor on the uh, American Slackers Facebook group. Hell yeah, yeah, thanks Seth. We also have support from some other podcasts. First being Crime Roulette, and that's run by Kyle Nolan Bradford. This is a podcast that I am always listening to as soon as it comes out. Yeah, yeah. And I see you always on their Facebook group, which is quite funny, too. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's just like ours. You know, they have a little group where people can talk with the hosts and, you know, joke about different things related to this show and what they hear in the episodes. Yeah, yeah. Definitely a great show. Check them out. And thank you so much, guys. And another podcast that supports us is the Yes and I Am podcast, and that's run by Aaron W., a.k.a. Aaron Max. Oh, yeah. He's uh, he's a great dude, and hey, I see you following me recently, finally. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I just want to say thank you, and uh, thank you for the support, man. We love your show. We love you. Absolutely. And another way we give a little bit of love out is through our sort of Twitter lottery that we like to call our pod shout-out pick of the week. And the way this works, we pin up our latest episode to our Twitter account. Anyone who retweets that tweet will be entered into possibly winning this shout-out. So, Matt, you you always get to pick the number. It's going to be 1 through 16. What are you going with this time? Last time, you went dead middle. I will say that. Yeah, yeah. You'll follow the theme back. I went went and said that I didn't want to follow the middle. I kind of keep up with it if you follow along with this. So, yeah, I try <laughs> He's to got a, a bit of a pattern. Someone might be able yeah. to crack it and get. Even the though it's random, shout you know, out. It, we can't count when they're gonna they're gonna actually repost. So I mean, it's it's different every week, regardless. So it doesn't right. matter. I'm gonna go with lucky number fourteen. Fourteen. Yeah. Oh, actually, this is uh, this is dudes with brews, and they. This oh, nice. is the second this week is- in the row. That the pod <laughs> shout-out winner is also a promo that's going to be played within the show. So listen for yeah. that. Yeah. But to give you a description of their Twitter, they're at dudes on a porch. 
and it's the Dudes with Brews podcast. Drew and a guest hang out while trying various uh, Wisconsin beers and coffee while giving their thoughts no one asked for. <laughs> they're, oh. a, they're on iTunes and Google Play. You can also find them on Libsyn. Hey, we're hosting on Libsyn, too. These guys are really funny, though. Be sure to check them out and go follow them on Twitter. And congrats on winning the pod shout-out of the week. Yeah, and I'm definitely interested in this show. I've got to say, like as soon as you kept going with it, I was like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Beer, coffee, I'm, porches. I'm into this. I'm into this. I'm gonna. You're gonna get a subscribe from me personally for sure. And uh, congrats on getting a shit ton of advertisement on the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, Matt, what do we got coming up in today's show? Well, as always, we're gonna start out with our bizarre news, and uh, we're gonna start. Out with the latest shenanigans out of Jeffrey Sessions. The villain. Sessions. Oh, man. He's raising his fist, people, for the people that aren't watching us right now. He's shaking with a tremor of an earthquake. There's trembling going on. It's authentic. And then we're going to (laughs) move along. We got some some music we're going to suggest to you. And uh, it's a little calmer than our normal suggestions. Yeah, kind of laid back today. Yeah, I'm digging it. So we'll get to that. And then we'll wrap it up with some technology news. And we got a bunch of cool shit going on there, so stick around. And with our weird news, we always like to start out with a little bit of weed news. As Matt said, we're talking again about the nemesis of legal marijuana, Jeffrey Beauregard Sessions. Fuck you! Fuck you. Yeah, it's there. Fuck you! Oh, there was two. Listen to that. So, yeah, Connor's all all twist. He got his nuts in a twist over this <laughs> because we're talking about a shift in the policy of uh, a shift in the drug policy of the current administration, with uh, them looking at the possibility of death sentences for uh, large drug-related crimes. Yeah, and that's fucking insanity. It's just what we need is more death sentences for people that are just involved with something that people want to put in their bodies. Right, and there, there's a lot of uh, fear in this because of uh, the legal cannabis industries in in states such as California and Colorado because they say that uh, capital punishment you know, could be suggested for any... Uh, for anyone that's convicted of selling over 60,000 kilograms of marijuana or 20 million in gross receipts in a year. So, you know, I'm sure mm-hmm. there's a lot of dispensaries who are doing yes. more than that. Yes, because you'll find a lot of them are multiple chained, like in Ma- um, MedMen, the one that I was talking to you about. Like, you'll find that. Like, and a lot of them are making a lot of money. And that's not cool, man, because it's loosely worded and it can catch up people that are in a legitimate business like this. Yeah, and you know, it's, I will say, it's not, this isn't directly targeting marijuana um, industries, but they could get wrapped up in it. It's more, I guess, in view of dealing with the opioid crisis, but as many people know, it's more pharmaceuticals than it is like actual like heroin and stuff. Heroin might be the side effect of people being taken off of addictive opioid prescriptions. Um, So it's a very complex issue. And you can't just solve it by saying we're going to kill everyone who, who does drugs or sells drugs. Yeah, I don't think death is the solution to many problems. I understand wanting to put a drug dealer in jail, but we also have to make a distinction between uh, the people who are, you know, working a cashier job essentially at a dispensary and people who are trafficking heroin 
or yes, cocaine even, you know. It's 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 total I would say it's totally different. And we haven't federally had them make that distinction yet. So it's it's really scary for uh, legal pot businesses to hear things like the death penalty thrown around yes. when they're just trying to they're trying to do it by the books. That's that's yes. the the whole thing. They could be doing this illegally, but they're not. They're trying to do it above board and and correctly. So a, a death yeah. penalty is not what they're looking to to hear yeah. out of the attorney general. Yeah, you're always. They're probably always worried about having to dodge the feds. Let alone now they're having to worry about dodging the fucking death penalty when yeah. they hear this shit. And yeah, I can't help but be scared for them. Anybody in the marijuana industry. So if you want to read a little bit more about this, we'll be posting this NBC News article up on our Facebook page on Monday. So and you can find that on Facebook.com/slash American Soccer Podcast. Man, as always, weed news has got me. Getting the munchies. <laughs> Man, you ever you ever get the munchies and just dig into a fat bowl of cereal? Like, just, like, fucking oh, go down on a box and it's like, almost, and you're like, holy fuck, it's gone before you even know it. Cereal's my go-to. I got a weakness, man. Dude, Some Cocoa Krispies. Cocoa Krispies are the best, dude. Fucking, oh my god, they're so good. Fuck I like Fruity, Fruity Pebbles. Pebbles, too. Fuck I, Fruity Pebbles. Oh, oh, on the air. Fuck, fuck Fruity Pebbles. Man, I'm gonna say I, I dig Fruity Pebbles because it's such a. Th- it, it, I'll give you this: it's a synthetic fruit taste. Ugh, it's so that's what fake, I don't like about it. But I'll tell you what: nothing else in the world tastes like Fruity Pebbles. No, that's okay. true because so like, they created it in a lab. I don't know why I like them, but I do like them, and it's not something I fuck with ever. Like really, I fuck with it once every four years, like some kind of fucking lunar phase. Okay? <laughs> You're like, oh, I remember that these exist. The moon now. has to be just right, and I will fuck with them. But uh, no, nah, I, I definitely the cocoa crisps are the winner. You're right. You're right on that. But how about Lucky Charms, man? Shit ton of Lucky Charms. But not just Lucky Charms. How about Lucky Charms out of a fucking pothole? We're talking pothole, middle of the road, fucking up my tires pothole? Oh, that's exactly what we're talking about. And the man in our next story is just a young man who I think was just going out, pulling shenanigans, trying to get some good footage, uh, get some likes. But I think he unknowingly kind of took a political stance because... This young man in Michigan found a pothole and poured a gallon of milk and a box of Lucky Charms in and grabbed video of him taking it three scoops out of this pothole and eating the Lucky Charms. Do it for the gram. Do it for the gram. <laughs> oh, my God. And apparently he fucked up, so he ha- he had done it before, and the video accidentally got deleted because his video man was a terrible video man. And, oh. Uh, so he, so had to eat he didn't have the more. lighting right. He tried he, to do a rack focus from like the he marshmallows. He did it on purpose. He did it on purpose. <laughs> he wanted to see his friend eat more of these soggy. Whoops. I deleted it. <laughs> gravel luck of Lucky Charms. Ugh. Oh man. But uh, yeah, no, you know, it kind of like like I was saying. I feel like he took a, an unknowing stance because Michigan's roads have been infamously horrible and uh they actually received a degrade from the american society of engineers oh shit which is horrible and um their governor rick snyder actually signed 175 million dollars that was supposed to be used next year for this year to start doing some repairs on the roads because it's such a crisis now potholes like they can do a lot of damage to the people that have to drive these roads every day so it's really it is an issue 
Yeah, the cars. That'll, they'll fuck up your cars, especially if it's like, I mean, even something that's like a, an inch and a half, two inches, like, yeah. I, there's a bunch of bad ones on my road, but it's not yeah. nearly big enough to pour like an entire box of Lucky Charms into. No, no, but I, I've had issues here. Uh, once in Troy, I was driving and I was I was going to good speed, but I hit a pothole and I got a bubble on my tire from that pothole. Really? It like yeah. we- it weakened the rubber on the side on, or something? On the side, yeah. I must have wow. hit it just right, but still, I was pissed off I had to buy another $170 tire for the cause of just hitting a pothole, man. It's, yeah, so, it'll do damage. It is It is annoying, and uh, you know, I, I think it's actually, this kid's got a ton of likes and, and views from this video, but I think it actually helps draw to the issue of, like, look at this shit. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah. But either way, we're not going to recommend that anybody goes out there and eats cereal out of anything that's not a conventional bowl made of plastic, glass, or anything else that's kitchenware. So my wonder is, like, what happens after you're done with that? You just walk away and leave this pothole filled with, like, milk and marshmallows? <laughs> well, I mean, the wildlife is going to thank him. I mean, there's tons yeah, of animals true. that are... going to find yeah. a cat to Met- lick up all that milk. Imagine you're just walking and you're like, that's a pothole filled with life cereal. What what the fuck? (laughs) So uh, we're continuing in the food news into our next article here, where food was used to try and cover up a crime. Okay. Food? How do you cover up a crime with food? (laughs) Well, two Florida men are accused of breaking into their ex-boyfriend's home and using ragu sauce to try and burn down the house. Saucy. Oh my god. So this was a B&E with an attempt to cover it up via arson. See, you gotta use the oils, man. Oil fires spread way quicker. Well, what doesn't make sense to me in all this is, okay, they go in, it's uh, two, two men, one th- age 36, one 28, they break into uh, their ex-boyfriend's home and steal several items, including a flat screen TV, a vacuum, and a window AC unit. You okay. and I both know <laughs> how difficult it is to get a, an AC unit in and out of a window. Unless it just wasn't in. I guess if this happened recently, it might not have been in. It might have been chilling somewhere. You just dropped a whole ton of shit on me all at once. <laughs> Two men, their ex-boyfriend. So what the fuck is that? Is it two exes that got together and were like, it's a love triangle. This, this little motherfucker. And then they took the man's goddamn vacuum, TV, and AC, all the necessities of life. Yeah. Yeah. What the he fuck? can't keep his shit clean. He can't watch anything. And he's going to be sweating. He took a man's comfort. They're leaving never him, to be forgiven. They're leaving him hot and bothered is what, I, what I've gathered. That's horrible. That's just plain horrible. When they came in and, and started taking this stuff, they placed a towel over one of the home security cameras. Okay. They, and so the, they were trying to And smart. the victim called 911 after being alerted by the motion sensors on those cameras. <laughs> you gotta love technology, man. It'll it'll keep you intact with all the fucking assholes trying to burn your house down with ragu. Yeah, and <laughs> so, yeah, they, they put the pot of uh, ragu on there and left, like, a cloth near it, hoping that it would catch the fire and, like... You know, cover it up and be like, oh, <laughs> it bur- maybe it burned the TV, vacuum, and AC, and they just get away no, with it. Yeah, ju- they just burned the smithereens. There was no <laughs> evidence at all of any of these. Right. Oh, and here's another bombshell I forgot to drop on you. One of them was wearing a bull costume. 
Oh my god, now this goes down as one of the best disguises I've ever heard of. Like, most people go with the traditional ski mask or yeah. like, even a stocking if you're really ghetto. But, uh, you branded the bull costume or you you bought it. I don't know which is sadder. Disguise, motherfucker. <laughs> I'm hoping that was one that he owned. You know, yeah. just, breaking, just breaking it out. Because I, I'm guessing this wasn't a well-planned breaking and entering. It was sort of on the fly. They came from maybe a costume party. Okay. Okay. Both men, both men were uh, eventually arrested, though, and charged with burglary, uh, grand theft, and arson. Man, I just I'm curious now. We're coming from a costume party, and maybe a little drinking leads you to. Hey, man, I've never pulled a B and E. How about you? I've never pulled a B and E. You know, our ex <laughs> is a real piece of shit. Let's go get take his AC unit. Oh man, <laughs> of all things. It's so clunky. I know, and we like we can't help but focus on the AC because it's like that's you, all you I'm really... obsessed with with this story. Is like yeah. why an AC unit of all things? Of all things, yeah, it's so heavy. It's really not worth too much. I mean, even if you go to sell the damn thing, you're not even gonna get a hundred bucks. The vacuum's it. worth more, and it's easier to carry. Yeah, these days vacuums are worth more. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, not a smart move on their behalf, I would say. No. Man, well, we're keeping up with the hot stories as we move along to Florida. And uh, I've got to say a little fact that I just learned myself, and I've got to thank the last podcast, guys. Florida, the reason we get so much crazy news from Florida, and the the reason we think they're so crazy, is because they're like one of the only states that um, release all the the 911 transcripts. Sunshine laws. You know, okay, you know what I'm talking about, yeah. And basically, we're allowed to see all of their 911 transcripts or any calls, and uh, the the news reporters... names, details. Yeah, the news reporters can report on more than, you know, traditionally. Yep. So, uh, moving along to the story, we have a man who had some kind of dispute with his neighbor, and uh, he didn't even want to really take it out by getting physical with the guy himself, but he decided he was going to try to uh, be a terrorist and bomb his chickens instead. Going after a man's chickens? Yeah, yeah. We got a guy that's just like, you know what, you fucking pissed me off so bad that I'm just going to fucking take out your livestock. <laughs> Is he just like he's upset with the chickens, or th- this seems like more of a, a man-to-man issue? Well, you know, I've got to say we have very little on this on this story itself. I've looked it up all over, and every article basically has the same few facts. And uh, all it comes down to is some kind of argument over the neighbor with a BB gun. And I don't know if it was a possession of the the BB gun, maybe a borrow, like you were saying, or if it's like maybe you know the other neighbor was shooting at his animals with the BB gun. I'm not sure, but this man decided to take a Canadian mist whiskey bottle, some uh, black powder, sand, and a cannon fuse, and he made an IED. Oh, my God. It wasn't just like a simple fucking Molotov. It was like a literal, like, bomb. It was a glass bottle bomb. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, as far as I can tell, none of the chickens were killed, fortunately. It wasn't, uh, it didn't go off as intended. Okay, good, good. And we're thanking that the man that those chickens lived as... another day to be slaughtered and made into chicken wings. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and the, the man's nickname is Spider. I'm just gonna say, so I can only assume that Spider is an aggressive man. <laughs> his nickname Spider. I'm guessing that's not his God-given name. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying. His nickname is Spider. Yeah. Yeah. We don't. We don't spider, name drop an American suits. slacker, but when they got something like uh, Spider, Spider, yeah. or um, Stinky Butt from last stinky episode. Butt. Oh my God, Stinky Butt, forever live on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so hopefully this dispute has been handled appropriately, and the chickens don't have to fear for their life anymore. 
good for those chickens. Uh, we're, we're continuing with some livestock into our next article here. We got wild boars taking over uninhabited Japanese towns. Boars are scary, man. Especially if they got tusks, you know? Fuck. They'll fuck you up. They will fuck you up. Now, I guess there's an issue in Japan with human populations uh, sort of declining in certain areas. And people either, you know, pass away or move out of these towns. And they're kind of being left to the wild. And a lot of them have rice paddies and some buildings that are kind of left to nature. Which, as we know, just kind of destroys a building from the outside in. And... Who's taking advantage of this? Packs of wild boars. I've seen a lot of videos, so I'm like definitely terrified of boars from YouTube, I'm going to say. Oh, yeah. But I've just seen so many videos with people that hunt them because they're such a nuisance that there is a lot of hunting for them. And, uh, man, I've just seen where they just break off from their trail to go after a person. They will fuck you up. Well, a lot of them don't have like natural predators in, in no. that area. Like, because wolves have been taken out or, you know, tigers, like different or like large cats that would t- normally be an issue with humans you know get pushed out not that they had tigers in japan i don't know but as you said they're pretty dangerous there was a 70 year old woman who was attacked on uh shikoku island by a 176 pound boar when she opened her front door There was another boar who charged into a shopping mall and bit five employees and rampaged through aisles before being captured. Jesus Christ. And two charged a, a high school in December, causing panic amongst the students which were who were then evacuated. It's horrible to have to worry about that at school. Like, fucking boars are just, like, circling your school. They're, they're dangerous. Dude, they, they eat meat. They will occasionally eat young livestock, rabbits, and deer. What's well, like the deer that eat the birds, you know? Yeah, man, true. True, and cows do too, and people don't realize that. It's one thing that's funny. <laughs> so I just I just thought this was fairly interesting. Uh, you got to watch out for those boars. They're they're taking over cuz we got to we need to get some wolves over on Japan or in Japan. <laughs> yeah, man. Take oh, these suckers well, out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh maybe uh something in our tech story could help that, but we'll get there. Moving along. We got the best story of the night. I'm going to say it. How about that? I won't won't fight you. We got Jesus Christ at 4.30 in the morning in a fucking pizza hut calling 911. And uh, I'm going to break it down for you. Now, as you can imagine, this really wasn't Jesus. And Pizza Hut isn't open at 4.30 in the morning. So we got a (laughs) B&E happening. Uh Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oh, Oh, yeah. Second B&E. Second B&E of the episode, man. I'm loving it. Now, uh, basically, I got a little bit of the gist of the transcripts. I'm going to walk you through it. And uh, it goes like this. The man broke in. He called 911. And uh, this is the first thing he goes. He goes, yes, this is Jesus Christ. And I just broke into the pizza hut. (laughs) I broke the window. Jesus is here now. He's back to earth. Oh, so they aren't Jesus, but they're they're da- they know what's no, up he, with Jesus. No, he he's claiming he's Jesus, but he's speaking in the third person and all oh, kinds okay. of weird See, shit. See, that's so always kinda, con- it's always confusion. If you yeah. if you're Jesus, just be like, hey, I'm Jesus, just to make that clear, and then yeah. proceed with what you're gonna say. Can I say, no matter who you are, even if you are Jesus, you should never speak in the third person because that's yeah. when it gets confusing. Yeah, yeah, okay. fair fair point, fair point. I'm glad we can agree on that. 
Now, unfazed, the dispatcher asks the caller whether or not he works in the restaurant he's calling from. <laughs> this no. is where Jesus kicks in. No, I just broke in, had a pizza, and I also had a Mountain Dew. Uh-oh. I'm Jesus. Hopped up on Mountain Dew, Chip. Jesus Christ, that's Jesus Christ. That's- because, you know, as soon as you say I'm Jesus after whatever you did, I mean, it goes without any any need for punishment. I guess so. You know, you can get away with stealing a stuffed crust at 4 a.m. So uh, then the dispatcher goes on and asks what he looks like. And, you know, of course, the guy, I look like Jesus. What am I supposed to look like? You know, and the guy just keeps going on, playing on. You know, he tells that, you know, they ask why he broke in. Because I'm Jesus and I do whatever I want. <laughs> you know, he just keeps going on. And you I know, don't think come- those are the rules for Jesus. I think he no, still has so. to, like, obey traffic laws and shit. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Until you really prove you're the the holy man, I, I just well I that don't. I mean that the Pope even gets a permit for a parade. Even, you know? I was gonna say even if he was Jesus, is he above the law? Is Jesus above the law? I don't know. That's a good question. I'm not I'm not defining anything. Nope. Saying, He's getting jaywalking tickets just like the rest of us. Police, you're busted. That's how I, I think it should be. I'm just saying. We come down and find out, you know, the man actually suffers from schizophrenia. So that explains the shenanigans. He wasn't just somebody pulling pulling the chain. He was just, uh, he needs help. But so. that pizza he made was the best damn pizza I've ever seen. So we're yeah, letting him was, off with a warning. That's what, yeah, man, I hope. I hope. Well, you know, hopefully he just gets the help he needs. That's what it says, is uh, he's being helped. And uh, I hope he had a good time. I hope he enjoyed that pizza and Mountain Dew like no fucking tomorrow. And he enjoyed calling them and, and living as Jesus for even if it was just like 15 minutes. Sauce gets all over the robes, though. And it's ah, like, it gets it's a big issue. Yeah, yeah. You got to make sure to tie that long hair up, too. Yes. You don't want that dipping into the marinara. No, mm-hmm. definitely not. Another thing you probably don't want in your sauces is horse hair, which you can very easily get if you try and ride a horse through mcdonald's drive-thru like this man in suffolk in the united kingdom did oh my god yeah i everyone can see tries it happening it. there everyone tries it you know us try and skateboard through the drive-thru you try and walk through the drive-thru everyone wants to know what they can get through the drive-thru but i i feel like a horse has definitely been pulled off into certain mcdonald's before like maybe in the countryside or i was something. gonna say maybe in texas Oh, Texas would I allow. I can see that them going for I'll allow. Not in, this won't allow. This won't happen over in uh, Europe, though. <laughs> no, I guess not. In the UK, they're not having it because a McDonald's branch in Beckley's said nay to a customer who attempted to ride through the drive-through oh, on man. horseback. <laughs> You just wanted the Big Mac. No, like, no, no. Sir, he actually wanted the coffee, right? He wanted the coffee. I yeah, think. that's all he ended up getting. Uh, they they said that the unknown man was captured attempting to ride uh, or attempting to order coffee from the McDonald's drive-thru while riding a horse. And he was refused service by drive-thru and they asked him, you know, can you please come inside? So he went over, tied his horse up and went inside to get the coffee and then later rode off with the latte in his hand. So they don't have, like, uh, any coffee shops there? Like... He wanted to go... I guess a lot of people do, like, McDonald's coffee, right? Actually, a- you know what? McDonald's coffee isn't bad. I, here's a little insider tip that I heard. I, I will have to confirm this, but I was talking with someone recently who told me that McDonald's coffee... Or, okay, Tim Hortons coffee, which is a Canadian brand, they switched recently. And the provider for the coffee beans that they used to use is the one that McDonald's now has and has had for a while. And a lot of people like it. Because really? it's a really good like coffee roaster. 
Really? Because I, I want to. I want to Sarah Lee or something. I want to narrow uh, that down. If anyone knows any more information on it, please post something in our American Slackers group. Because I want to get this conversation rolling to see if like I'm right about that, or what, yeah. or at least who I heard it from, if they're right about you it. You know, and I've got to say, I've gone to McDonald's and uh, a few times in the last few months, and every time I've gone there, I do see people getting just coffee. Yeah, I, just remembering it's like that. a I've dollar seen... for like a large one. Yeah, and they used to be, I don't know anymore, but like, you know, going back six, seven years, they used to be really high rated on consumers for coffee, like, believe it or not, for franchise. Yeah, I it's, like, I mean, it's mm. a hard thing to, it's it's a hard thing to fuck up if you, if as you get a you good have, coffee. It, yeah, as long as you have good beans to good go Good bean. With, you gotta have them good person. beans, man. Good beans. <laughs> good enough to ride a horse through a drive-thru to get. People riding things through the drive-thru, you see it all the time, man. I wonder if this woman was... Heading to the drive-thru in our next story because uh, we got a lady on a scooter who's just causing all kinds of shenanigans in Memphis, Tennessee, and it seemed like nobody was going to slow her stride. Now, what we have is a woman not just riding her scooter in the middle of the road, but on a crowded interstate, Interstate 55. Oh, and it's, shit. A, it's a main highway for fucking this area, and uh, she's just filmed by some bystander weaving along, not answering to any calls, and. Uh, I watched the video. The video is pretty funny. There's like a 13-minute video posted online. <laughs> 13 where minutes? This woman's just cruising. The scooter goes pretty fast, I've got to say. She is cruising pretty good. But uh, people are worried about her safety. You know, she's she shows to have flowers on the cart and an oxygen tank. And uh, they're, just, they're not sure why she's not stopping, why she's in the middle of the road. And she's greeted by a police officer at the end. Who she tries to pull the juke on? I've got to say. Uh, 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 left, right, left, right. The video that it ends with, like what I assume the uh, person that's taking the video stopping to try to help the officer because the officer is getting pulled around, hanging onto the back of this woman's scooter. Damn, she's it's getting... got some power on that thing. It's she's a just... V8. Up the hood. Let me see what you got. Two JC engine. No shit. She tried to juke him. And then she starts doing circles, and he's hanging on for dear life trying to stop this woman. And uh, <laughs> from the report what we got, the woman was stopped, but we don't know anything else. We can't get an update. We've looked. We don't have an update. We don't know what happened to this woman. This woman just disappeared for they all we know. They just disconnected her battery. Yeah. They probably yeah they probably took away the electronics. They put her back in the, the normal wheelchair, and they're like, listen, lady, you lost your rights to power. Yeah, right. No more highway cruising for her. Yeah, man. I don't know. I, I'm just hoping, you know, maybe... Uh, I'm just hoping the lady gets the help she needs. Yes, definitely. This, you know, I mean, because obviously something's up here. <laughs> you got to get her a more powerful chair so that she can fucking fly. Yeah. Keep up with the rest of the cars on the highway. Yeah, man. Right? That's, I, that, that's, that's the solution. Yeah. She needs a faster it's the, scooter. It's the slow vehicles that cause the accidents on highways. You're right. You're right, man. The more Every zigzagging time. you do, if it's calculated, you're helping out traffic. Yeah, I actually that's true. read. I read an article about that. That's kind of scary. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know if you ever did, but we'll talk. <laughs> you got to you got to be, you gotta be careful uh, zigzagging <laughs> through traffic. You also have to be careful when you are fucking around with the wind. Oh my god, dude! We're talking parachutes, people. Oh my god, this is uh, the funny clip, and god damn, is this a winner? Jesse found this one, and it instantly was a thumbs up for me. <laughs> Uh, watching it on loop right now. It almost looks like it's uh, taking place on a bay where someone is uh, probably on vacation trying to paraglide for the first time. I think that's what you call it, paragliding, right? 
Yeah, I would assume. Like, uh, I when I first watched it, the first time I thought that it was a people that had just dropped. But what I think you're, you're saying is right because they're on a somewhat of a hill, and they're trying to catch the wind. It seems. Yep. But man, I don't think he ever imagined that he was going to catch the wind that he did. That wind seems very unpredictable because as soon as it lifts him up, he gets, uh, let's just say, a not-so-soft landing going on. Oh my god. He's up for about all of two seconds, I'd say. Yeah, yeah, it was not a pretty, pretty sight when he landed. Oh, yo! Okay, shoes fly off. Just noticed. Shoes. Oh my god, I didn't even catch that. Shoes fucking are going everywhere. Didn't Bam. catch that. Bam. Oh my god. <laughs> this, is a, this is a bad impact. I hope the guy's alright, but for now we get to laugh a little bit. And this is our funny clip. We'll be posting it up for you guys to check out for yourselves on our Facebook page on Wednesday, as we do with our funny clip. Now, we're going to move along to some awesome music, but before we do that, we got to do a quick shout out. And let the promo swap happen for the dudes with brews. Hey everyone, my name is Drew and I host a podcast called Dudes with Brews on a porch where we let the drinks flow and the conversations go. Each and every week, me and a friend of mine, we sit down, we try a different craft brew, usually from the state of Wisconsin, and we just sit down and have a conversation. We talk about all aspects of life. Once a month, we talk about paranormal stuff and we always have a good time. You can find our show, Dudes with Brews on a Porch on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else you find your podcast. Grab a cold one and hang out with us each and every week right here on the porch. And we are back with some music suggestions for you fine, lovely slackers out there. We got some more uh, folksy, a little bit toned down yeah. from our normal hard-hitting uh, rap or rock that we suggest generally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got to say, this is more of a like a study type music, a chill. You want to you want to think about things, as I was telling you before the show. Definitely chill. Like, both of our choices, I feel like, are good music, good music suggestions for when you just like are thinking about something. Yes. You just sit there and just mellow out. Kind of like uh, Lo-Fi does that for me too. Lo-Fi lo-fi is really like good. In folk. Yeah. So, who I'm suggesting is a man named Kevin Devine. Now, Kevin, it comes from Brooklyn, New York, where he studied at Fordham University as actually a journalism major, but ended up developing his uh, musical abilities as well. He has influences uh, from bands such as Neutral Milk Hotel, Elliott Smith, and Pavement, and even some more mainstream stuff such as uh, Nirvana and Bob Dylan. Now, I didn't realize this about Kevin Devine. I, he's been around for a while. He kind of started out in, like, the early 2000s, like 2002 and uh, 2001. Okay. And he he played with some of the my favorite bands, including Brand New. Oh, man. Great band. So I was talking with our, our buddy Evan, uh, who we've interviewed on the show before, and he's a musician himself, and he... He said that he'd seen Kevin Devine a number of times in concert and said, like, oh, he's so good. I can't believe you're only just getting into him. And that's the great thing about Spotify is, like, I've been able to find all these bands that people are into, but, like, you don't really... It's hard. You never know, like, until, yeah. until you find them. It's really hard to find uh, a lot of these acts if, you know, you're not in a circle that is well aware of them. Yeah, and, and if yeah, it's... Spotify. It, and it has to be a topic of conversation as well, so if it doesn't come yeah. up, you'll never know. 
And Spotify with the related artists and different things, it really helps out. Which is how I found it. I think it was on one of my daily playlists or something along those lines. Mm, those are great. Yeah. Now, the song the song that really ca- actually caught me that uh, is going to be the first one we'll play for you here is called Cotton Crush. And it's off of his album, A Matter of Time. And he's had a, or I'm sorry, Matter of Time, not A Matter of Time. Um, he's had a number of albums. He's had two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve, fourteen albums, including some collaborative Damn. albums with Andy Hall, I believe, from Manchester Orchestra. Awesome. Andy Hall, I'm, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. We'll get to him later, actually. So, like I said, Cotton Crush was the first one to come up in... Uh, in my Spotify playlist that I was listening to the other day and I was just like, wow, this this has a really interesting sound to it. The rhythm's constantly like switching up and it felt like a couple of songs in one. And Kevin's voice is just amazing as well. So this is Cotton Crush by Kevin Devine. Don't believe that shit when they say the way Cause trust me, your friends will not Then you'll be stoned in some park Just nodding your head and pinching your arms When a girl walks along She's humming your song with your t-shirt on And that's when you're done, oh, that's when you're done Crush by Kevin Devine. And oh man, it's just, it switches up so much where we're making sure that we're putting like a segment in there to, to kind of highlight that for you guys out there. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I've got to say, this is a song that like um, every now and again you'll send me like something or I'll send you something. And you sent me the song like, uh, I want to say like a month or two ago. And I really, I really enjoyed it right away. You were like, man, listen to this, seg- this song. It's, it's multiple like genres in one. And sure enough, like, yeah, it's just the changes that happen are just really what catches you about Cotton Crush. And his, just his voice, the the notes he's able to belt out and yeah, sing. And uh, I don't know, it's just, it's, it's a different sound than, like, a lot of the stuff that I've been listening to lately. So it stood out, like, a lot when I heard Cotton Crush. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And yeah, because you get caught up, you know, I think everybody does you get caught up on a certain genre or a certain type of music or even a certain playlist. Yep. And it's good to, to venture out of your genre. Definitely. I was listening to the Presidents of the United States of America earlier today. And then again with you, uh, yeah, that, yeah. that was another one that I... Uh, I did appreciate the, the uh, cover of uh, Video Killed a Radio Star. Yeah, it was really yeah. good. I, I, yeah. May I also suggest Lump and Peaches. So back to uh, Kevin Devine. Uh, I'm going to also play something from one of his later albums. But to give you an idea, if you really like him and you want to see him this summer, um, even in the upcoming months, he's going to be in Canada, it looks like, for most of April. 
He's got a number of uh, shows going on, and then he's going to be in the States in June. So if you want to see him, he's going to be in Cleveland, Albuquerque, Tulsa, Omaha, Boston, Minneapolis. So you'll have a couple of chances to check him out if you head over to his website, kevindevine.net. So the next song I'm going to play is from his latest album called Instigator. And this song, it's just one of the comments on on the YouTube music video actually kind of put it perfectly uh, as I was watching. And I suggest watching the music video on this one, too. And we'll be sure to put that up on our Facebook page for you to watch. This one's called Brother's Blood. He's it's just the comment they said was. I feel like I'm intruding because of how personal this song feels. Like, it's almost like you shouldn't be watching because of how how personal, you know. Yeah, it's almost like a letter letter you wrote personally to somebody and it's like out there on the internet. Yeah, and you can see it in the way that he sings it and the emotion. There's a part in the song where he, because it's played mostly on acoustic guitar, and there's a part where he just stops and he's just belting it out, but you can still like hear the music as yeah. he's as he's singing and it's only his voice so again that's just kind of a testament to like how beautiful this guy's voice is so this is brother's blood by kevin divine it's my brother's blood on a cherry tree stains the bark from branch to root it puddles thick with pits and leaves Strains the sweetness from the fruit It's got me looking for communion A hiding spot off underground An open plot I could climb into A lightning promise in my mouth a blackout oath I swore and meant But couldn't conjure up again I don't know one thing about my brother's blood No, I don't know one thing about my brother's blood So that was Brother's Blood by Kevin Devine. Super emotional song. Really long song, too. It's like eight really minutes. Long. We were saying yeah. it's like a Hendrix uh, like solo, you yeah. know, where it just keeps going, keeps going, keeps going, keeps going. It's got a jam out there in the uh, the, the last half of it. <laughs> yep. And it's it's beautiful. It's a, it's a great song. It's very emotional. Uh, Kevin Devine's known for being... Um, I guess political at times in in his songs, so you might that might come across in some of his lyrics. You might notice, but it always has like a, a severe amount of emotion to it, which I, I've come to appreciate listening to him. Yeah, yeah, a lot of heart, a lot of heart in the lyrics. So be sure to check him out. We'll definitely be putting him onto our Spotify playlist for you guys to listen to and uh, check out more of. That's Kevin Divine. Awesome. Kevin Vine, great man, and he uh, related to my artist actually, who I am choosing right away, Great Captain. And uh, this is the solo project of the lead singer of Manchester Orchestra, 
and uh, a great band, by the way. Check them out too. But this is Andy Hall's side project, and uh, Andy Hall has actually worked with Kevin Devine. They were in a super group called Bad Books. That was, was the album cool. that uh, I was referring to earlier. Well, they have a couple right. of albums actually together. They got two, and okay. it's, it's pretty cool. They're they're very similar in taste, I've got to say. As far as like the soul that's going into the music and the lyrics and all that, I've got to say, uh, the thing that's really drawn me to right away, Great Captain, is that it's only a trilogy of albums. It's it's a story from uh, Andy Hole's um, perspective, an idea, and the trilogy chronicles a 17th century sailor who catches his wife and brother having an affair. Oh wow. Yeah, he then sets out to sea instead of confronting the two, while anger slowly builds in him. And uh, it just it, it goes over this in the three albums. All the songs have a general tone, and I've got to say it's just it's really beautiful. Everything about it, every song I've listened to, and there's there's a good amount. We're talking you know well over thirty songs. I just, I love it, and again it's just that mellow vibe that you can just mellow out to. You can dive into these lyrics if you want to. That's the other thing. You know, it's not just like a song that you zone out to. You can actually dive into it and, and feel the storyline of right. this trilogy. Now, uh, the first song I've chosen is one of their bigger ones. One of his bigger ones. It's uh, called Blame. And this is actually my favorite. So, we'll start out with this. Blame by Right Away, Great Captain. The farmer's wife heard it from The street down below And later fully recall each harrowing note and she will cry, Holy Spirit has cursed me For this my ending sooner than I deserve The children weren't lucky to it Only used ears As I stood on top of him looking down I Felt the fear in their skin They pled Father Did you kill our leader A rocking great teacher What did he deserve And I replied No kill my leeches And the wound that has freed us And I hope you can see it For what I deserve so that was Blame. And I've got to say, this song does an excellent job at really dispensing the feeling of heartbreak and sorrow across. Yep. And um, I just, I really, I can't help but feel like. Sad. That it really is a sailor out at sea with so much on his mind and, and so much heartbreak going on. You know, like I really, I, I really fall into these songs. And uh, you could, you could just take so much from them cinematically. Definitely, you kind of build a story in your mind. I know I was yeah. picturing as you as you had described it, a sailor at sea, lost and sort of like staring off into the distance. You know. Yeah, yeah, and you know, as you were saying, you know, off the air, it's it's got a Mumford and Son kind of feel. And, yeah, um, a little. I like bit. To, a Bear's Den. Uh, the next yes. song is a little more Bear's Den, but yeah, it's just that it's it's a really cool indie folk. I don't know. It's just it's not like that plain, like boring indie folk. It's it's got melody. It's got it's got content. Yeah. And the next song I'm gonna choose is the same way, and um, it's a little less um, sorrow. I'd feel like I feel 
the easy comparison. Okay. You'll see what I mean. It's called I Am Aware. For the rest of your life, you begin to admire the holy. Hearing you cry, seeing you die, surround you. Because I am aware. Far more aware than I have been Never quite there Never quite scared as I should be So for the rest of your life You will have to decide boldly Fear is in me Fears just found in the needy Cause I am aware Far more aware than I have been So yeah, that song was a little more uplifting But as you can see, there's a constant theme You know, there's definitely A little less positive in It's a sad the tale line. overall yeah, overall, it's definitely a sad tale, but, uh, you know, you'll find there's still a variety in the theme. This song, I Am Aware, was more powerful, though, I would say. Yeah, I've got to say, yeah, that first song is, like, really, like, fucking depressing shit. But this yep. song's a little more, like, you know, coming to acceptance, and I think that's what he's coming along with the lyrics in it and the message that he's trying to generate. And, you know, all all over, man, it, it'll take you on a voyage, I've got to say, this, this triplet of albums... Is it's really fun. I've just been I haven't listened to it in order. I've just been kind of dodging around, like okay. listening here and there. You have to sit down one day and go through all of them chronologically. And like right, oh my god, that's like a documentation of craziness. <laughs> it's like doing but, all yeah. the Star Wars movies. Oh my god, yeah, marathon. But yeah, it's it's a great piece of work. Uh, it's art, and I really like when an artist can separate and um, you know taking the label and making a different. Uh, band, so to say, or you know, so this was a project. I think it enables people to separate what their expectance is from your last project. You know, yeah. So, like coming from Manchester Orchestra, they're a lot heavier. They're they're a typical indie band, you know. And, and also, you don't end up alienating your bass yes. by changing your sound completely. It's almost better yes. to do a separate project that way. Yeah, yeah. They might not even know your other project yet. They might learn right. about it through you on this new project. And the, yeah, I really, I really enjoyed this whole, uh, this whole triplet, like I was saying. Right away, great captain. Awesome, awesome side project of Andy Hole. Unfortunately, you won't ever be able to probably catch him live. Um, this only occurred from 2007 to 2010. Okay. So, uh, you know, maybe, who knows, with, with how artists are, could get like a reunion show where he goes out and does like a, a quick tour. That'd be cool. But, uh, Until be then, cool. get your fill on uh, Spotify, I guess. That's a beautiful thing, as we can not speak highly enough of. Spotify <laughs> has so many great uh, artists and albums. Check them out. That they do. And uh, one of the playlists you should follow is the American Slacker Spotify playlist, where you can find all of our music suggestions from every 86 episodes that we've put out so far. Oh, and yeah. we we got a ton. So make sure you go follow him there. We'll, we'll be adding Kevin Devine and right away Great Captain to that playlist. Oh, yeah. And now we have an awesome promo from our good friend over at Yes and I Am. 
Hi, do you like celebrities, comedy, and pop culture? Well, then I have the podcast for you. I'm Aaron Max, host of the Yes and I Am podcast, the podcast where we learn about people. Each week, we take comedians and improvisers and give them a celebrity to play, and I interview them. And guess what? Sometimes the comedians don't know who this celebrity is. And that's when the real fun comes in, and we learn a little something we didn't already know about these people. So go and check us out. We're on iTunes and all other podcast source. We are Yes and I Am, and we will see you guys next time. We are back with some tech news for everyone. It's been a little while since we've done tech, and we have some interesting things happening for sure. Oh, yeah. Interesting is an easy way to cut it down. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) For a very broad spectrum of stories we got here. The first one we're starting out with is actually kind of a toss back to our Bizarre News, where we talked about the boar problem in Japan. Oh, man. Yeah. And I think this could be a true solvent. Yeah, we're, we're encountering uh, some robotic wolves that are programmed with AI to roam the fields and terrify uh, these wild boar to keep them out of the rice and chestnut crops in Japan. Oh, man. You know what? The pesty botherings on the crops. Come on. No, not at all. They're going to go in there, rip up your rice crops, eat everything, shit everywhere. Oh. Shit on your rice, man. Bowl over your your 70-year-old grandma. Shut down your your fried rice with shit? I don't. Hell no. So, I guess uh, we had said before, I wonder if wolves were ever in Japan. They were, up until the 19th century, I believe, when they were probably hunted to extinction. But this leads to uh, an explosion in population of animals such as boars. They don't have a predator taking them out. They're going to be coming in, ripping up your crops. So this AI-infused uh, horror nightmare that is this robotic wolf will patrol the outsides of the crops of Japan, and it has glowing red eyes. Oh my god, glowing red eyes? Could you fucking make it more scary? Why don't you have it shoot fucking laser beams? Or fire out of its fucking breath? It looks like something out of like a haunted hayride or like haunted house that would be patrolling the out, outside grounds or maybe the parking lots to scare incoming customers. Because these things can walk around freely. Oh my god. And I'm not just give them... It's like a Roomba, but that looks like a terrifying wolf with glowing fucking now, red eyes. Now, it can't attack or anything, right? It can't really do anything. No, not yet, at least. Not yet, until it's got the latest patch. They definitely just threw a uh, Halloween store wolf mask on that fucker though oh my god does it look that bad like it's just like floppy and shit? it's pretty cartoony i'm not gonna uh, lie the glowing red eyes though is a nice touch and it moving at me that's another terrifying thing about it so if you want to you know get one for yourself you're thinking hey i got some kids that are won't get out of my backyard every time they throw the frisbee over the fence and you want to get a glowing red-eyed wolf for yourself it'll only cost you about 514,000 yen or roughly four thousand nine hundred eight dollars and seventy cents man just a small fee 
Yeah, it's uh, not bad for, for like almost five grand for a robotic wolf. If it attacks, if it, yeah, plus shipping too from Japan. Probably shit ton to ship a robotic wolf. I'm gonna say. I would, I would think so. I mean, they, they look like I think they said that they were about fifty centimeters tall or so. Okay. So it's a couple of feet, you know, like a couple feet. Not, not too tall. It's not. We're not talking like a full size wolf here. Yeah, we're talking like a two thirds wolf, maybe half wolf. I know a couple of people who want to get a bunch of them. Yeah, just a whole wolf pack. Man, an army of uh, robotic wolves. Now we're talking. That's the way to do it. Well, let's move along to something a little more friendly, and uh, we're talking about our brews. Now, biotechnology not only can help us uh, live a little longer and healthier, but now it's conquered the brew category, and where we're going to be able to produce craft beer a little bit cheaper, and I'm down for this. Yeah, uh, cheaper beer, I'm always for that. This is all coming from genetically modified yeast. And, uh, you know, well, you know, a typical connoisseur might uh, be a little snarky about it. Might not say, I don't want anything made in the laboratory. The thing is, it's going to help us because things with hops and whatnot is, uh, it tends to be limited to the crop. So to keep a consistent flavor with a brew, it comes a little difficult. And whereas this is going to create a constant, so they can, you know, always maintain the same flavor batch, you know, every brew will taste the same. And I don't know, um, I've been thinking about that. I wonder if there is a difference if, you know, if you were able to keep, like, a case from, like, you know, some craft and then wait until they make another brew, like, a few months later, if it would taste different. Oh, like do a little three-month separated taste test of the same beers? Yeah, make sure they were produced on a different, you know, uh, separated day. And uh, I wonder. I really wonder. Because it's probably just like coffee, you know, where if there's anything off, like even just like how much uh, things are ground up versus the temperature of like the water and stuff like that can totally change the flavor. Yeah, and I wonder. I feel like this is a behind-the-scenes battle that we don't really witness, but it's like probably something that's very hard for a lot of these companies to maintain. So that's where this this research team, led by Jay Keeslin at Lawrence Berkeley National Laboratory, comes in, and they've maintained. They're doing some DNA splicing. It's kind of crazy. They've uh, taken DNA from mint and basil, and added it to the strains of yeast. Okay. And apparently, it's just uh, increased the production of like certain molecules that help produce the essential oil in hops, that are responsible for the the bitter flavor. The, what we're All trying right. to capitalize on. Now, I mean, I really don't see an issue with it as long as it's not going to be something that's going to impact health. So are they planning on using this instead of the hops? It would have the hop flavor in it, technically? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm wondering. It doesn't really label that out fine, but I'm, I'm imagining that this yeast is going to have the hop flavor in it already. So therefore, they're not going to re- rely on the organic hops. Okay. The plant that they usually, you know, it's a bud, just like weed. It's hard to grow. And yeah. You know, we can get a bad season. A lot of things can play in. When specific hops are popular with uh, brewers, the demand goes up, and then mm-hmm. you, they might not price. be able to make the. Yeah, they might. Price the price too. goes yeah. up as well, and they might not even be able to meet the demand. Exactly, and then yeah, you're limited to finding something else that's a completely different taste. So yeah, this will be curious interesting. To see where this goes. I'm curious to see where it goes. I think it's uh, it's a step in the right direction as long as it, again it doesn't impact health. Right, most yeah. importantly. 
So yeah, keep an eye out for your genetically modified beers coming your way. Another thing we'll be wanting to keep an eye on is Earth's magnetic field, because it's been doing some funky stuff. Uh, Now, our next article comes from Inverse.com, which I can't suggest highly enough. With a lot of our tech stories, we we grab off of Inverse, and they always have pretty compelling articles. So, actually, I'll be sure to post this one up on the Facebook page, too, because they're talking about Earth's flip-flopping magnetic field and how it's messing with satellites between Chile and uh, the southern area of Africa. Okay, so it's impacting everything from probably cellular data to website and all kinds of shit oh it can go even beyond that to compasses uh power lines ocean currents animal migration patterns magnetic poles are known to flip on earth every million or so years which doesn't seem that like frequent to us as humans with a hundred year lifespan but in terms of the earth itself that's pretty frequent and so it's kind of a natural process that happens okay We haven't had satellites up there for a million years, so we don't know how this kind of stuff is going to end up affecting our current technology. Oh, man. That is scary. Yeah, if, like, uh, things start going out like that, that's that's a big impact on our life, our daily life that we don't consider. Anything from GPS for, like, planes or cars to, you know, keeping time on things that that need to be in sync. Uh, I don't have any clear examples for that one. You imagine a a plane, a captain not being able to find where the fuck he is to land? Right, or satellites coming down raining on the Earth because they're losing, uh commands to keep jet propulsion going up or something who knows it could it could be crazy and they they go further in this article into how they go about testing the uh polarity by looking at crystals in the soil and they've looked at different archaeological sites where they burned um crops to create crystals and clay it's it's all really an interesting read but i'm not going to bore you with it here the thing that you want to know is that this is a natural process it happens and we're sort of riding it out as we will on this spinning globe of ours man that's all you can do really yeah shit it's always impending doom so it's like (laughs) keep yourself aware and have fun be, until it ends. Yeah, be as aware as you can, but don't stop living your life. Well, it's not the only craziness we're going to talk about in space right now. Uh, moving along, we're going to talk about Elon Musk's recent uh, launch that, you know, he shot that Tesla up into space with the infamous Starman captain there. <laughs> the, little, the little guy that was chilling in the driver's seat. Yep. Well, now people are a little bit worried. Researchers are a little bit worried that... Uh, That car could be containing an enormous load of bacteria from Earth, which might not sound like a big deal, but it actually is. Because the thing that that could happen here is that uh, the biome could be at risk, basically. You bring the bacteria from Earth, you're generally risking um, cross-contamination there. You can have mutations where the, the bacteria from here and Mars become something completely different that we're not even aware of a super organism and furthermore it's gonna it's gonna fuck up the research on mars we're never gonna be able to figure out what was truly natural in that actual environment oh so now it's sort of like uh if someone peeks at the cards or whatever you know it's like oh there's prior information there already so yeah never know if it was fair or not yes exactly yeah now, of course, this is only going to happen if, you know, that Tesla does crash into Mars, which 
due, due to the trajectory of it right now, it's it's not logical that it'll happen even in the next million years, but still it's an issue to worry about for future generations if we're still around. Oh, absolutely. The idea was that uh, the Roadster was launched not expecting to ever touch you know, Mars or anything, so it wasn't wiped down and taken down properly for all the uh, bacteria on it. Yep. So, you know, cars aren't assembled clean. Therefore, you know, you know, everything down to the engine bay is going to be carrying some type of fucking bacteria from Earth or a human. So now they're all worried about that. And uh, hopefully, you know, this Tesla never makes contact with Mars because uh, that's something I would have never even thought about. And I'm uh, sure yeah, Elon no. didn't eat as well. It was a uh, good tactic for advertising, I'll tell you that. Oh, for sure. I mean, it definitely got a lot of publicity. People were were really talking about it at the time. But these are things that I guess we got to think out a little bit more thoroughly before we just kind of throw shit out there and ruin possible future research. Yeah, exactly. And I, I don't know. I just I think as, um, as, a, as humans, we've always had the tendency to not... Think about the impact we have on the environments that we encounter. Like that garbage patch that we've just found out is like 16 times bigger than we thought it was. Exactly, and we're not even sure of the true contents of the center and all that shit. Oh, man. It's craziness. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think as a general society, we need to think about those. Just be a little bit more cautious, yeah. We're we're impacting biomes. we got to be careful. Another thing so, we have to be cautious with is our uh, our information online. Oh my God, do we? Many people found out recently that Facebook has been involved with uh, Cambridge Analytica, which I guess created some polls and 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 got some data from Facebook users, and a lot of people are upset about this, leading to a, a little bit of a tweet trolling of Mr. Elon Musk of Tesla and SpaceX fame. Oh my god. No, trolling Elon? Never. People love to mess with him because they know he'll respond. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's pretty good about maintaining, you know, he still does his work, but goddamn does he have a presence on the internet. Someone tweeted at him, delete SpaceX page on Facebook if you're the man, question mark, which is a weird way to put that. And Elon replied back, I didn't realize there was one will do which first off what do you mean you didn't realize there was one? Oh my god yeah and i saw another one that was like uh facebook what's that yeah he's he's such he is the man it's elon musk there was another someone took a screenshot of the tesla facebook page and said this should be deleted too right he said definitely looks lame anyway (laughs) (laughs) i love it i love it fucking elon they were removed along with solar city which is uh Tesla, uh, Tesla-owned solar company. All their Facebook pages are gone. Man, that's crazy to wipe out your Facebook like that. But uh, I mean, hey, if if you're gonna make a statement, you might as well go hard. And it's a big hit to Facebook. They've had a lot of issues uh, with this mm. Cambridge Analytica scandal coming out now. Elon's bailing on them with SpaceX and Tesla. It's kind of like when uh, Kylie Jenner left Snapchat; their stock fell. It just—it's oh it's a ripple. Once like a celebrity that uses your platform leaves, it's never going to be good for your stock and your 
company. Well, you know, like the moment Jenner left, it was the moment that I decided I was never going to use my Snapchat again for yeah, sure. I, yeah, I definitely based most of my life decisions off yeah. of what Kylie Jenner says. You all, you gotta, you gotta keep up with Kardashians and. Bunch. This is fucking sarcasm, people. I <laughs> God, I hope you're picking up on it. I hope you're getting it. We this don't format is tough to like get that across sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Wanted to make it very apparent. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, you gotta be careful. <laughs> Man, well, leaving this tech, we're gonna touch up on a story that's gonna affect everybody that uh, uses Instagram, and I can't be hell, I I can't be happier because I'm fucking sick of the way Instagram's been working lately. Because I'm sick of seeing the same posts day in and day out, over and over again. I don't care if somebody new commented on it or they got a bunch of new likes. Like it's like I've seen it, <laughs> and yeah. I'm sure you've encountered this. It's annoying. So finally, Instagram is listening to all of our, the users, and they're going to change up the algorithm to where you will see more of the newer posts in general. Nice. And also, they will be testing a new post button so that you can really just focus on new posts instead of whatever it's automatically generating for you. Okay, that'll be good. Yeah, exactly. And uh, I've got to say, it gets stale. It's like, uh, you know, like I want to see what all my friends are up to. and. Sometimes, like, even you, like, it knows, like, I look at you, like, your stuff, I like all your stuff. Yeah. Dude, I'll, you'll, sometimes I'll go, like, a week, and I'll be like, oh, shit, Jesse added, like, a bunch of shit, and I didn't even see this. Yep, I mean, I also go a little inactive on my personal from time to time. Yeah, yeah, everybody does, I do it too. But that doesn't mean you should be pushed out of the rotation of someone who, like, you've been friends with. But meanwhile, like, things like how we were talking earlier off the air, like, you buy that fucking margarita mix and somehow automatically shows up on your feed right away. Yeah, not what even the mine, fuck? the podcast's Instagram yeah. feed, so that's really yeah. weird. Yeah, exactly. So, it, it's about time they started adjusting this, and uh, I can't help but be very glad, and I think a lot of people listening are going to feel the same way, to know that your Instagram's going to work the way it should, and you will see the most recent posts first that'll be great because i think people have had a lot of upsetting issues with the most recent most recent instagram updates and just i don't know don't don't fix what's not broken is what I, i suggest for a lot of the apps out there yeah yeah it worked for a while and then they added that new algorithm like uh sometime back like i want to say like almost a year ago and it just really changed it sometimes you can't make a better mousetrap you know yeah Exactly. Exactly. Make a so, different app. Make an add-on app. Yeah. Oh yeah. And uh, that's the perfect time to say it's time for you to get the Slacker's Choice apps. Yeah, we got a couple of really good apps for you to try out. And th- this time it's games. It's time uh, to yeah. waste a little bit of your free to- personal time and get oh, yeah. get on your phone and start dicking around doing non-productive things. Get paid to play games. Yeah, exactly. So the uh, first one that I'm going to suggest is called Evil Apples. And this is a game loosely based off of Cards Against Humanity, I guess? Yes. And and Apples to Apples, it's that similar sort of thing where you're going to need at least three people or more. And one person is a judge and the other players are presented with a card that gives them a situation or a phrase where they have to fill in a blank or, you know, answer a question. And the funniest question usually is what wins, or most appropriate or most accurate um, from the cards that the other players have in their hand. It's it's a lot of fun, and I never got to play cards with human or cards against humanity uh, in real oh, really? life. Yeah, really? no, I've never been, like, in, in a social situation, because I was thinking anytime I get together with people, it's usually for an event. 
Yeah, yeah. So it's not like I have like yeah, I guess accessibility to, to card games. Yeah, it's limited like to the like a quaint like you know just a couple of people right. at home. You know. Yeah, I have I have Cards Against Humanity, and I really I I do enjoy it. Um, it's fun. This so is this really neat. this is like a mobile version of it yeah. where you can play with anyone. We posted up on. Um, we posted a bunch of links to uh, some of the games in the American Slackers group on Facebook. And uh, Dave was joining in. Seth was joining in. We had a couple other people joining in. It's it's a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely got to check it out. I haven't checked it out myself yet. But uh, if it's anything like the card game, I'm sure it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so check out Evil Apples. It's available for both iPhone and Android. So get it. No matter what you're rocking. Nice. Now, the app slash game that I'm going to choose is a game that's a little more action-based. Where my all, where all my pub players at? Because uh, we're talking about PUBG Mobile. Sound off. <laughs> now, PUBG Mobile, I've got to say, I've hi- I'm highly impressed. Um, I do have the Note 8, so I don't know if it depends on what device you have, how it runs, but I've got to say it runs pretty good. It's comparable to the system. The controls are the issue that's a little weird, you know. Yeah. It's touchscreen and shit, so it's like weird to play around like you don't have a physical controller. But uh, they did a good job of mapping the buttons on the screen, and uh, I've got to say it's playable. It's something that I'll actually play. It's on my phone, and I've played a, quite a few games already, and I, I enjoy it. You can play pub anywhere. And 100 players, it's just like the normal system. It's a battle royale, way superior to Fortnite. Fuck Fortnite, I'm going to say that here. How about that? No. We've chosen uh-huh. a side. <laughs> it's uh, the original Battle Royale game. You know, it's really sick. It's available on iOS and Android. So no matter what you're on, you can you can get into the fucking the battle. And uh, it has like everything the normal one does. The map's the same size. It yeah. has all the weapons. Has the vehicles. It's fucking beautiful, man. For a phone game. I will say that the uh, the. Uh, crates that you get on the mobile seem to be better than what you get on the actual uh, console. Yeah. Yeah, you get more like uh, equipment, like your clothing and whatnot for sure. You get better access than, you know, on the Xbox at least. We've had shitty luck with that. Yeah, only on like one or two really good things. But uh, yeah, you know, it's a great game to check out and uh, I stand by both games. These are fun games that you can get on both iOS and Android. So both, check them both out. free and available for download. Oh, yeah. Now, I think we've wrapped up the show, but uh, don't don't leave us yet. We still got a little more. You got to listen to us for a little bit longer. We're just going to talk about the plugs. Oh, yeah. We're going to find so, us on all that sweet, sweet social media. Oh, yeah. And uh, you can start by checking us out on Facebook. American Slacker Podcast on Facebook. It's our, our hub that needs a little love, I'll say. Okay, we need some uh, people to get over there. Mainly everybody's on the Instagram. Why don't you go over there a little bit too? Yeah, it never hurts. And uh, while you're over there, check out the American Slackers group where you can interact with everybody, including the Mad King himself. And uh, it's fun. We're talking about all kinds of crazy shit. You never know what's going to pop up in the day. And then stop by the Instagram where you will find all the promos for each and every show and a a bunch of other cool images. And last but not least, check out the website. It's the main hub, americanslackerpodcast.com slash aspodcast.com, whichever you prefer. You can also find us over on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R podcast. 
You can also find all of our episodes and bonus episodes uploaded to YouTube. And we ask you to also rate and review us on iTunes, five stars or nothing. And please tell a friend about the show. Create some more slackers out there. Also, big shout out and thank you to anyone watching on the Instagram Live. We got Dave on there right now. Good to see you, man. Good to talk to you. Oh, yeah. Love you, Davey. Fucking send us an email. Get at us, people. We want to talk to you. American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com if you have any concerns about what we're doing here. And don't forget, if you want to check out any of the artists that we, you know, including the ones that we covered today, check out the Spotify playlist, American Slacker Podcast. You'll find probably two and a half, three hours worth of music to jam out to of a really good variety of genre, too. I will say that. We also ask you to consider becoming a sponsor of the show and heading on over to our Patreon. That's patreon.com slash American Slacker Podcast, where you can become an official American Slacker. We can send you a sticker. Uh, you know, you get a shout out at the beginning of the show. We're going to have all kinds of bonus content on there. There's some uh, live shows. We got a lot of cool things in the works. So, oh, yeah. you know, consider supporting the show that way. And you can also support the show by heading over to American Slacker Podcast.bigcartel.com where we have a t shirt and a coffee mug available with the logo on it. So if you want to rep the Slacker logo, we got that there for you. Hell yeah. It's looking juicy. Looking juicy over there. <laughs> now, last, before we uh, step out of here, you want to talk us on a personal level. I know you do. I know you're thinking, hey, I gotta figure out who the fuck these guys are. They've been they've been in my ear for a long, <laughs> long time now. I've gotta figure out what they're up to in their personal life. Well, we got you. We're gonna let you know how to find us. Check us out on my Instagram. Get get at me at MWG Media, or you can get at me on my gamer tag if you want to uh, partake in some Sea of Thieves, maybe a little pub. Matty G from HP. You can also find me on all the social media and Xbox at Landers the Plane. Short and sweet. I like it. I like it. All right, people. We love every one of you for giving us the time of your day. And uh, thank you for tuning in to the live stream. Everybody that's tuning in, we can't thank you enough. This is a new thing. We're enjoying it. And uh, until next week, that's it. There you go.